Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experience the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Let's put our golf where our mouths are now. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After. KPN-TFM HD2. Yeah, you're right. This is the sickest win Wednesday we've ever had. Wednesdays are usually very sick around. Yeah, as are the weens. Yeah, Dean and Gene Ween. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Hanna has joined us on TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn. Plowhawk action Jackson Kenstrode is uh, left the show. He is now representing Greg Warren. He got a nice little gig for himself in that last segment. <laughs> no self serving comments at all. New. No. New. I was taking a lot of notes, I got to tell you. <laughs> Strong New. Work. Yeah, he uh, recommended you to handle Greg's finances, even though Greg's brother has handled them for decades. So you got that account. Oh, that's now why I don't know if you. Greg came out and said hello. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, so that's good. He got you that. Oh, what a guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford, what a guy. He was at uh, Trivia Night. On Saturday night, and he is presented every Wednesday here and takes two-part questions on TMA. Doug, he's presented by this gentleman right here, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, evergreenstl.com, a life sharp. Morning, JR. Hi, Mark. Bye, Iggy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He's not even here, JR. He's already gone. Already gone. Already Mm -hmm. gone. Hey, Mark, we got to rework this contract. They can't put us on after Greg Warren. Like, there should be some rule against you can't come on after comedian. I think this is where... People are getting out and pumping their gas now that uh, Greg's off. Oh, Jr. So. No, no, no. Not with a red-hot Blues team that's outscored the Avalanche <laughs> in Lightning 13-2 to two over the last two games? What in the hell? I texted the Nonling this morning. I said, Nonling, what in the hell's going on? So I'll ask you the same thing. What in the hell's going on? This group's playing like a team. They really are. I think that's the biggest thing. And Craig Gruby's touched on that past couple media sessions, just talking about their uh, – willingness to, to come together and, and I think sacrifice. And, and I think also we're looking at some players that have been criticized a lot for the past year or so, two years, playing some good hockey like the guy I wrote about today, uh, Tori Krug. Uh, had a great game last night, two dimes on the passes, one a no-look to Verana, and that broke that game open. So uh, just really things are coming together right now, I think, for the team and a lot of individual players. Krug really looks like the guy that they wanted him to be when they first signed him. That pass, the second pass especially, no look, looking at the net, put it right on Verona's tape. Amazing, amazing. And he is. And you just wonder, you know, how much of it is health? Because I know he was banged up the past couple of years. I think he played somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 games or so. Uh, but also, what about the motivation? Just everything that happened this past offseason yeah. with the proposed trade to Philadelphia. And, and he wants to show people that he can play. 
because if he isn't here for the next three years of the contract, you know, are there other teams out there that want him as a place that he could go? But uh, he's playing dynamite. I know he didn't have a point for 10 straight games, uh, but uh, he's got six in the last four and plus 10 in the last six games playing some real good hockey. In a way, uh, Thursday night last week against the Coyotes, especially on the power play, my God, it was like it bottomed out. And uh, and ever since, he has been uh, on fire here. In addition, in general, I mean, Colton Pareko. I mean, what in the world's going on there? Just phenomenal. I think he's been great all season. You know, uh, honest and, honesty in media here, you kind of try to get started on your story uh, midway through the game. And last night when Colton Pareko scored that goal and he goes 200 feet, I kind of had that play all broken up and had the video ready 16 to go. strides, Doug. That's what JR counted. 16, 16 strides. Really? Yeah, and then Tory Krug just did his thing, and so you just hit the delete button on the Pareko story. But uh, he's played great, not just not just uh, defensively on top of guys, but I think uh, that Colton Pareko has added some offense to his game, which he had earlier in his career, but I think they've kind of turned him into a defensive specialist, getting a lot of draws in the defensive zone. But as you saw him last night, he can skate. He's done what I call it. You guys probably don't understand. Well, you know, you, have you don't here. know hockey like I do. Hmm. I call it moving up on the play. Oh. That's what he did a few times last night. <laughs> and he had a he goal and a, couple, and a couple of other good chances. Is that the same as supporting? The yeah, offense? what is? Sort of. It's like, it's like getting glorious scoring opportunities for yourself. What about buying? Glory? He has bought in all this. All this has happened. Oh, my God. It is all happening. I got, a, I got a dictionary in my bag that uh, whenever I just want to sound fancy, I go to it and just throw in a few. Moving up the play. Nice. You know, buy up to play. Yeah. Sprinkle that stuff into the story. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Doug, what about Binner Binner Chicken Dinner last night? How yeah. about that, Jr.? Unreal. Yeah, I think he's been good all year. And, and not to say that you see this coming, but he just didn't have a chance last year on, on so many situations. And, gosh, I got so tired of the out-of-state, you know, national media looking at his numbers, saying that he's bad. You know, he hasn't been great since the Stanley Cup run. Yeah, there were a couple years in there for sure, for sure. I'm not trying to be naive here. Uh, especially in the bubble and the season after. Uh, but I thought last year when he had a chance, he was a good goalie, and, and now he's starting to show it. Now, granted, the shots are coming from the outside, but he's been great against the, let me get into my little dictionary here, high-danger chances. Too. Oh, God. The greasy areas? The greasy areas. Yeah. Uh, he's been good. Any other areas there in front of him that, that uh, you want to talk about, he's been good. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford with us every Wednesday, presented by the gentleman in studio with us with the sick flow Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. JR takes your questions. Doug, oftentimes, they're two-part questions. They don't need to be. And you were getting asked two-part questions at St. Gabriel's on Saturday night. I was. It was funny. You walk through the uh, the gym there, and uh, people would have a question. I'd start to walk away. Wait, wait, it's a two-part or come back. And the other part, that, uh, <laughs> the other part I was kind of wondering about is a couple people at the tables I walked by, and they said, Hey, you're really fitting in on the show, and I didn't know how to take that. Oh, yeah. What a great compliment that is, isn't it? It's usually the beginning of the end of a career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one starts what do you us got for two parters. Uh, here we go. Uh, well, this one is just uh, interesting. It says one parter for JR. Are there any press boxes without dividers so you can stare directly into your neighbor's eyes and communicate lust while you drop yesterday's asparagus from Nobu and Arnold? Oh, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> No, but they don't need to see that with asparagus. You can smell that. Oh. Clip that off. Oh. 
Uh, hey, JR, you think you can convince Doug to say Reinhard Divas like Ken Wilson? And secondly, is Luke K as hot in the press box as he is on Twitter? <laughs> hubba hubba. That's from my stepdad, Gary. Oh. Doug, I'll buy you a dinner. If you oh, know. wow. Reinhard Divas. <laughs> there. <laughs> Lubos Bartachko. Yeah. That was the other one he used to scream. <laughs> And yeah, Korak is a smoking gentleman. <laughs> there mm. you go. Uh, two-parter here from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Will he win the cup? Also, <laughs> has he been to the new Love Convenience Store at the McNutt exit down his way? It's very mm. nice. That's from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. <laughs> no, no, on the cup, and uh, have not been to the uh, the Love Store. But I'll tell you one thing about Jefferson County. I've grown up here and lived out here a lot. Of my life is uh, it's the only place you can go where you stand in line and the guy in front of you is writing a check for milk and, and maybe even some lottery tickets. I don't know if they let you <laughs> well, right? write the check doing for lottery tickets. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little Campbell's soup up on the counter, but yeah, definitely got the checkbook out. And uh, like Were you while. behind me yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. What? What? We, I, I know we talked a little bit about this when you were on uh, 101 with me on Monday, but now as far as realistic outcomes for this season, I would think, I mean, you know, it's one thing if you go, man, 8-2 to two against Colorado and then extrapolate oh, an odd 60 minutes and go, holy crap. But really this starts with that Devils Canadiens back-to-back at home picking up four points. Certainly a disappointing game against the Jets. An odd game against the Coyotes that they won, but I think a lot of people's takeaway was, oh, my God, the power play. And then you see what happened against Colorado, and now Tampa without scoring them 13-2. to So does the goalpost move for the 2023-2024 Blues? I think so. I think when you win five or six, it's got to say something, right? And uh, I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago when they didn't have a power play against Montreal, that's the way to go. They didn't have one last night, right? So in that two games in the last little stretch, no power plays, that's the way to go. So I, I think that they're catching a little bit of traction in terms of the way they're playing, and it's leading to uh, you know some confidence for these guys. And each game seems like its own individual game. And, and I think that before it was like, okay, nothing's going right. We're losing these games. Season seems to be falling apart. And now this time, each time you walk in the locker room, they got a game later that night. You can just feel a buzz. You can feel, you know, this team feels like it's got something going. And now I think you're going to get into a situation, guys, where, hey, everybody count us out. Bad start. We weren't going to get anywhere. And, and I think that's starting to motivate them. Uh, the old Corby Smart trick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with regard to that, uh, what do you attribute it to? You know, I mean, this isn't attempting to get you to say, oh, well, it was O'Reilly, it was Tarasenko, but certainly there are some new faces and some new uh, leadership uh, in the sense that, that Shen is the captain and some guys who probably knew they were on their way out who may have been frustrated with dollars allocated to Thomas and Cairo and not themselves uh, are not here. And then in addition to that, a team that may be seeing a defensive system that maybe they were struggling with or not sure about in the offseason in the early stages when they weren't scoring goals now start to lead to some success. So perhaps you have some good chemistry in the room and starting to see it translate with a new system that's been implemented on the ice. Yeah, a couple of things. I think uh, what you touched on, uh, Tim, I, I think the off-the-ice stuff last season did factor into it, whether it be Tarasenko on his way out, whether it be is O'Reilly going to get moved, the contracts for Cairo, Thomas. I, I don't feel like there's any of that right now. You know, whether it be Thomas and Cairo and their contracts kicking in, I think people feel like, for the most part, they're deserving of those contracts in terms of people that are fair enough to look into the future and see that these could be 
those types of players. Also, the camaraderie. You know, Kevin Hayes maybe hasn't done too much on the ice, but I think he's been a guy. I think I walked up to Bennington a couple days ago and said, hey, has he been advertised? And he just looked at me and said, funny, funny dude. I'm working on a Pavel Buchnevich story where I've probably talked to 12 players in the locker room, and I just said, hey, give me a funny Buchnevich story, and they're just filling the notebook. Like, the camaraderie in the locker room, I think, is just great right now. And then on the ice, I feel looking back now, it did take some time to, to figure out part of that defensive system. I think they're through that phase now. I think it's obviously translating into some offense. They're at 4.5 goals per game in the last uh, uh, six, so playing really well. So I just think that this is the direction that the team, in, in terms to Doug Armstrong, felt that it could go, and I think that it's playing to that capability right now. We're a show that largely concerns ourselves with logistics. We went right. through Greg Warren's expenses in the last segment. Do you have to pay to park when you cover a Blues game? <laughs> I was going to tell you that last night. That uh, Yeah, a lot of times you get down there, though, and there, it is free parking, but a lot of times it's swallowed up. There's two events. you got Stiefel next door, mm-hmm. and uh, and you can't find that parking. And, uh, you know, so, uh, Doug, sometimes you do have to get the wallet out, uh, unlike Greg Warren, who gets everything for free because he's funny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Pay to park down at Enterprise Center. Ouch. I also like to talk a good trade proposal. Trade proposal! Yeah. Well, 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 with all this positive energy, there's some trades that could come up. And uh, do, Can you think of any really, really good or really, really bad trade proposals as you, that you've heard through the years, JR? You, I'm sure you've come across some doozies. <laughs> yeah, there's been, a, there's been a few of them. The one that I uh, have mentioned a few times, I don't know if people have heard it, is uh, TJ Oshie. And Kevin Shattenkirk were going to go to San Jose, and it was going to be for what I was told, Thomas Hurdle, and the number one overall pick for the Sharks that year, which was number nine. And that they used that to later pick uh, Timo Meyer. But that trade proposal got scuttled. I think San Jose pulled out at the last minute. And then the Blues, of course, made the trade with uh, Shattenkirk to Washington. Uh, T.J. Oshie went to Washington, and I think uh, Shattenkirk went there too before he later went to the Rangers. So um, if you make that San Jose trade, it sounds good, Hurdle and potentially Timo Meyer, uh, but I don't know that you would have got Braden Shen then because you used that first-round pick, uh, I think, in the Shattenkirk deal to get Braden Shen. Why did they trade Oshie again? I forget. Yeah, he went to uh, – Washington, did you say why? Or, yeah, or why? Because he was yeah, still so highly was, productive when he was here. Yeah, he was, Doug. That was a situation where they were coming off that series loss to Minnesota, kind of deflating. I think the Blues had that reputation of the country boy you know, clubhouse, and Oshie was a part of that. These guys hadn't done anything, but yet they were the toast of the town, and things were going to have to change because uh, they weren't coming together. So I think at that point, even though they had some success and those guys were popular, uh, things weren't coming together, and, and he was the guy who they felt had to go. Uh, JR, your story last time we talked a little bit about Tory Krug. I haven't read in the athletic yet. Uh, someone said he looks like a man on a mission. And uh, who is who is saying that? And what are his teammates saying about the recent transformation we're seeing from uh, Tory Krug? Yeah, that was Jordan Bennington uh, at his locker stall last night asking him about uh, Tory Krug and his uh, defensive play because obviously that was under the microscope the last couple of years uh, last year. And uh, not only that, but his recent offensive surge, and, and that's when uh, Bennington said a man on a mission. And, and like I said, you know, players, you're not just playing for your team. Doug Armstrong still might have it in the game plan with a guy like Scott Brnovich playing well that Tory Krug's a guy that he's eventually still going to try to move. So 
Uh, I think Blues fans watching Tori Krug, you want to be happy for him. You want to be happy for the team and the way it's playing, but you also want to be happy for the opportunity that if he is a guy that you try to move, that there's some interest around the league. So uh, I think Bennington's right. What we've seen here the last few games from Krug, uh, he's been on a mission. There it is, JR. Every Wednesday presented by this gentleman, Doug. His name's Mark Hanna. Thank you, Hansy. And he's with Evergreen Well so Strategies online at evergreenstl.com. JR, thank you so much, sir. All right, thanks, boys. Glad uh, to fit in, I think. Oh, my God, yeah, Doug. He's part of the show now. Uh, He sure is. Thank you, Spanning this roster. There he is, Jeremy Rutherford uh, with us every Wednesday. He really is. I'm a big fan. You know what I am? I've decided to J.R. Lemming. Are you really? Courtney Landrum Lemming. I'm a Lemming a lot of people. Yeah, I just decided it. I just decided it right here. I'm a Mark Hanna Lemming. Evergreenstl.com. No. I accept lemonading. You do? Do you? Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, if you like your money and you want to see it grow, you become a Mark Hanna Lemming. Lemming. What do you think's going on? How about the last couple weeks? About that. What's doing here? Goes around, comes around. Amen. Stock they call Doug, Doug the Bear. And I don't know if that's because of his financial outlook or his hairy torso and love-giving ability. They call, who calls me that? The people in the financial <laughs> industry? I think so. We I think it's on Wall Street. Oh. You can elaborate. <laughs> well, the, the market was up like 400-some-odd points yesterday, right? That's very that? bullish. There's how no bear that? involved there. Soft landing? Soft cow? No. Clip that off. Gosh. What? What's wrong with that? We're having well, a financial okay. discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just hope there's no dead cat bounce. Or is that a good thing? Are you going into the dictionary again? Yeah, Jeremy Rutherford's dictionary. Dead cat I like bounce? That. Isn't that where the stock market comes up right after it takes a big fall? And then it's going to keep on dying is the yeah. idea. Oh, we don't need any of that. No. That'd be unfortunate. Yes. Okay, forget I even brought it up. <laughs> yeah, just focus on the soft cows. That's all you need to mm-hmm. do. Every- Mark Ann, every Wednesday in studio, and he talks it over with Jeremy Rutherford, just like we do with the two-part questions. Thank you, Mark. See you, boys. There right, he is, the great you, Mark Hanna. Telling you, you need a financial advisor. Everybody does. Go, this yeah. is the way you go. It's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And he's just good people, and now he's kind of showing off his hair. You're showing off your hair. Plowhawk yeah. never had to worry about it. He's in good shape. Big hog. Talking to Greg Warren about OnlyFans. It's all happening on mm. this show. Iggy's now representing Greg Warren. Right. You got a little agent gig out of it. Doesn't Iggy kind of look like the shifty agent? <laughs> In the back of a shifty mm. comedy club. <laughs> yep. Uh, your uh, SEC bowl projections uh, from uh, the SEC uh, podcast. Uh, Doug, Georgia versus Texas in the Sugar Bowl. And uh, that means then... Alabama would not be getting in, so they've got Alabama playing Oregon in the Cotton Bowl. LSU playing the Fighting Irish in the Brian Kelly ReliaQuest Bowl. Mm. And your Missouri Tigers with a rematch against James Franklin from his days at Vanderbilt playing in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, New Year's 6, December 30th. What day is December 30th? Is that a fries bit? Well, we can look it up, Tim. That's not available. It's a Satter's bat. Indeed, indeed. Jackson will be at Wheelhouse Bottle Service. Yeah, take that, and then you Lions. Hmm. And you'll be dancing. Jim Franklin. Uh, yeah, if they win. I would take that, a matchup with Penn State. Be awesome. Missouri I would like Penn it. State. I don't think Penn State's going to wind up being there when it's all said and done. Who they got left? I just don't know why Penn State's still... Like, what, what do you need to see from Penn State at this point? And by the way, I'm the same guy who was advocating Penn State against Michigan five days ago. I mean, they're going to... Forget win. about that. Ignore that. Yeah, we can. They're going to win out. They're going to... 
they got Rutgers at home and go to East Lansing, that pitiful Spartan club. Now they got a masturbation issue. So they will be 10 and 2. Yeah. yeah. Keep mean, an eye on those Beavers for whatever reason. Oregon oh, State, Doug. Corvallis. Corvallis. Hey, all right. I've never watched a game. I don't think I've ever seen an Oregon State football. What about when they played Missouri in the Sun Bowl, the Brute Sun Bowl, 2006? Probably missed that too. Yeah. On CBS. You probably are anchoring that I, night. I probably missed it. Cotton Bowl the next year, right? That was uh, against Arkansas. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. D- run DMC. What do you think about that? I, I don't know what I'm supposed to think about that. Cotton Bowl, Run DMC. Okay, does, I don't know that those things even go together, do they? Darren McFadden. Uh, also from this SEC podcast time feed, Shane Beamer addressed it, the rumors that he was in the mix for the Mississippi State job and says, uh, this is where I want to be. I love Columbia and want to be here a long time. I said I when I was hired, this is my dream job, and I still feel that way in my mind. We're just getting started here. Was he really in the – I mean, he's he's probably fighting for his life there. Is he, I mean, what a, if, let me tell you something. If he's operating on, like, a third level, he would have said, hey, can you ask me about the Mississippi State job, and then I will use this as an opportunity to create the false narrative that I'm in the mix for the job and then talk about how much I love being a South Carolina Gamecock because who in the world at this moment would hire a guy <laughs> who is fighting for his life in South Carolina. Who would willingly want to go from South Carolina to Mississippi State? And what is he supposed to say? Oh, yeah, you caught me. I was actually talking to the you last night. It was a great conversation. So I don't know. Wouldn't that be the definition of a lateral move? Oh, no, it's a downgrade. It's a downward move, I think. South Carolina spends like the third or fourth most in college football, I think. Mississippi State is just a tough spot. Ever since Dak left? Danny Mullen and Dak. But it's just a tough spot in general. Although, there will always be the trivia. The first number one ranked team in the college football playoff era was the Mississippi State Bulldogs. That was with Dak, right? I would believe so, yeah. Yeah. Stark Vegas. Uh That we ought to go down there this weekend. I I don't want to. I would think Mississippi State's probably pretty lucky that they're in the Southeastern Conference. With all the big schools at one end there with the Texases and the Oklahomas and some of these other juggernauts at one end. I mean, they've been there forever, so they're not going anywhere, but they're probably pretty happy and feeling fortunate that they're in it. Why do you hate cowbells? I don't really hate cowbells. I don't really have the need for one. Did you bring one to Bush Stadium in 1987 no. when Cardinal fans were alienated by what they thought was Jeffrey Leonard's comments, but it was actually Chili Davis's comments that... During the 1987 NLCS, that St. Louis was a cow town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how do they like us now? We don't have many cows at all, do we? Have you ever seen a cow in St. Louis? I no. mean, you got to get pretty far out on the highway before you well, see a I cow. We played at Aberdeen a few weeks ago at the uh, at a turn of charity tournament, and uh, I noticed off was that that par three, right to my left, there were some cows. Really? Yeah. That's as close as they are, I think, to the city. Yeah, uh, Aberdeen. I saw a deer in my neighborhood two nights ago for the first time ever. There's been a carcass lying on the road in Huntley for about four days right on really? Lindbergh as you head toward Highway 40 and, and, the, and the 101. Yeah, it feels like it. Starkville's trash. That's a boring place. Oh. It's some beer cats not happy about it. Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, January 2023. I've never been there, but it doesn't sound like a great place. Stop talking we don't know anything south carolina spends nowhere near the third most in college football big old fan is not happy guessing but i know they're in the top 10 i'll look 
And by spending, you mean NIL money or? No. Or just well, a facility? What's going on with your charity? program <laughs> spent. Just, just make however much noise you need to make over oh, there. I can't uh, dictate what the wheels make, Doug. Well, it's going pick the chair up. Iggy's moving furniture around. He's in the moving mode. He's been moving <laughs> for three days. Now he's moving everything. The first one I looked at. Guys, Mississippi State's at the SEC to bring up the academic standards. That's ah. Norris and Wetzwacko. <laughs> Doug, it's not the Big Ten. Let's just, let's just no, be honest it about it. No. But I guess Mizzou's thrilled that they got in, too. I think uh, they wanted the Big Ten. I would agree with you. But are thrilled to have landed in the SEC. And then I would agree with you. Yeah. That's what I would do. I also agree with you if you said we ought to go to Mentality today because Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Uh, if you're dealing with low energy or motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, you're, you're working out, but you're not putting on muscle like you used to and you're noticing some belly fat, you're feeling bloated, a lack of lean muscle, listen to me. Listen to me good, too. Those are symptoms of low testosterone, so you need to get tested. That might be what's causing it. Mentality can help. I got tested there. Super easy. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you're normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality at LowTUSA.com. That is LowTUSA.com. Sign up to be the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. Maybe, maybe a female. Maybe the lipstick. Wasn't the lipstick last supposed to be at the uh, trivia night, by the way? She was. She was there. Yeah. Was that right? I saw her. Well, she ran away, but I saw her. What do you mean she ran away? Well, when, I, when she saw you coming, she ran away? No, the guy whose table she was at uh, introduced himself and said, lipstick glass is here. Well, there she is. And she looked over and just kept walking. And where'd she go? It's away from me. <laughs> oh. But I saw her. She Jackson, thought you, you talked gonna, to her? She thought you were going to hit on her, maybe? I did not. I don't know. Well, did you hit on any of the listeners? No. There was one that was just adorable. Uh-oh. And I pointed, I was going to point her out what to was his name? Plowsy. And I said, she just went to the bathroom, Plowsy. Wait till she comes out. This may be the cutest girl I've ever seen come to one of these. Wow. And she never, came out, never came out of the bathroom. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she, she crawled out the window? Still there? She must, have went, she must have heard me and just went out the back way. Oh, she was adorable. Think she's still there? Might still take Gabriel's. Oh, ask, ask Fungo. Check the bathrooms. Huh. Yeah, I never saw her again. Fungo oh. brought us wings. You sure Where? did. Excuse me? When? Uh, the trivia night. I didn't see him. You got left out again. <laughs> I guess so. Like salt and smoke. I get stuck with... I get left with his salad. Mm. Not that night. That night there were people taking whole platters on. I have mm-hmm. eaten salt and smoked chicken in Tom's recommendation of chicken stock. Sun's been, mun's been, two's been, and guess what's going to happen tonight? Yep, salt and smoked shredded I'm chicken still again. still eating it too. And I couldn't be happier about it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be happier about I it. I should have brought some of that brisket home. I brought enough to eat that night, but I should have brought I should have brought my own tray home. You got salad. No, that's enough. Hush. No, I'm talking about salad when he, Tom would bring it in here and it'd be in the break room by the time oh. I got in there. The ribs are you know, Roderick comes in at 7 while we're on the air. Oh, yeah, tell me about it, yeah. Uh, Iggy, was it the gal in the front row with no teeth? That's from Milagro Tequila, listener of the month, January 2023, Beer Cats. I don't know. Was she at your table? <laughs> it fit right in with you. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, Lipstick Glass. 
I was there, but there wasn't a good time to awkwardly say hi. I wouldn't run away from you, Iggy. Lipstick glass. And awkward. The guy was going to introduce me to you. He just kept walking. That was a perfect time when he said, come over. Uh-oh. You have your Uh-oh. feelings hurt? No. Uh-oh. She's busy. She's probably had other people there she's talking to. So That's a guy fine. walks you up to this girl and says, I'd he, like you to introduce... He didn't walk me up to her. He came up to the stage walks... and said, oh, Iggy Lipstick glass is here. I want to introduce you to her. I said, okay. Well, okay. And say, hey, I forget what he called her, what her name is. You lipstick got down glass. off the stage. He didn't say Lipstick glass, whatever her name was. And she looked over and just kept walking. Maybe he didn't know her either. He was just lying. Uh, she says no one told me to come over. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, jaded. Won't play the game drop. Someone's being lied to? Computers on the Maybe he didn't hear him. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> so one girl walked away from you, and then the, she says the that toothless is false gal, LOL. The toothless gal walked into the restroom and never returned? She wasn't toothless. No. She was just cute. I mean, she was adorable. Well, things are happening here. Yeah. I would have said hi to her. How, how about how old was she? I would have guessed 27, 28. I got my, another one of those 27-year-old uh, female listeners. And you got a good shot with people in that well, age. Well, yeah, it's a little old, but... She's old? <laughs> I'll cover myself. I'm old. Uh, Mr. Licks is making an announcement. I would like to come to the year-end awards in December. Can a table be reserved for me? That is for Mr. Licks. No. Oh, there's your answer. Uh, you show up and sit wherever you want. <laughs> It'll be at Hot Shots in Webster Groves, Doug. What night is that, uh, Jackson? 14th, I think he December said. December 14th. The show will be off on December 15th, so we can get effed up on the Hennessy. We go into strip clubs. P-S-O-P. Yeah, we haven't P-S-O-P. been to a Hot Shots in a while, have we? You're going to the strip club after the TMA Awards show? Yeah, what else are we going to do? God, we should we should talk to Hustler Club, and I should talk to uh, Megan. What? And say let's. <laughs> I'm just set hoping this, to stay awake to the end of the awards let's, show. Yeah, you know, let's set this up, where she could be maybe our guest of the year, along with uh, Brianna Coppage, our dual guest of the year. Not a bad idea. God, this guy. This is why he's representing he's Greg an Warren. an idea, man. And then they do their. She does her feature that night at like ten o'clock. She comes to the awards. She hangs out with us. We all go over to the Hustler Club and watch her feature. She don't need a feature. Well, they've offered her 47000 to do it. That's Megan. Bri- uh, Brianna's already turned him down. I don't think I'm going to drive over to the Hustler Club if that's okay. I don't think we're going to see or hear from Brianna again. Oh, I could text her right now and she'd come on the show. I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't think she'd come to an event. Yeah, as far as those things, I mean, when she's making $7 million a year, she's not going to take 47000 a strip. Although it's a qu- quick 47000 in her pocket, I don't know, but... She's closer to Black Raw than she is Webster Groves. Can they possibly make that up at a, at a place like the Hustler Club? Can they, they make up $47,000 on one girl in a night? Well, I'll get some promotion. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lexa table will be reserved for you. It's in the bathroom where you hand out towels, hairspray, and candy. That way you can work and attend. That's from the Warson Woods mm. Wacko. So yeah. it sounds like they will work together mm. on that. Well, it'll be a nice night. Nice... Warson Woods Wacko is providing him some help. That's nice to see yeah. a peace offering. Know, every nice... time I go into the restroom, I'm looking for candy. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> December 14th will be a nice night. We'll put you on the patio. 
Oh, it could be really cold, December fourteenth. Yeah, be good for him. He's used to working in cold weather, delivering things and <clears throat> getting out of the truck when it's cold. Real talk. Don't you like when the tech starts? No, through? I don't care for it much. When I was fifteen, I digitized a gal who worked at the cafeteria where Hot Shots is in her cutlass in that very parking lot. That's from Steve in Wildwood. <clears throat> Can I ask how old you were? You don't want to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> Uh, hey, Iggy, maybe don't text someone about needing a favor. Didn't work so well last time. That's from Big Ol' Fan. Mm. What does that mean? Uh, Big Ol' Fan, call in 636-9004-TMA. Licks can park the cars for tips that night. That's from Carlos Spicewiener. Mr. Licks can be my plus one. That's from KG and O-Town. Oh, we're all getting plus ones? Well, I guess it sounds like it. KG's lining up something. Well, we'll be on the show, so... You know, if you're sitting out in the audience, I guess you can bring whoever you want. Well, I assume KG will be a part of it. Why? <laughs> you don't work here. Employee. No, he's not an employee. <laughs> he will be an employee tomorrow and Friday because I am off. And how am I vacationing? By being in the building and working. Doug, I'm a mess. I would like some psychoanalysis. If anybody's interested in doing it, I will come and see you. You can be my therapist. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Can I get my damn rooster trophy from last year's event? Vladimir Burkett has dodged my calls for the last 11 months, and it's high time I get my award. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. Sure. You you still have it? Probably. Let's take a look. Okay. Stephen Wildwood's not happy with Iggy's comment. <laughs> I said when I was 15, you dumb ass. Oh. Yeah. So? <laughs> she could get in trouble. Am I not right there? <laughs> Iggy, is well. the girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's not her. <laughs> She's pretty talented. Beer cats. Just sent an image of who he thought might be the one you were saying. Was she had her, her table? His table? <laughs> I don't know. Where. No, she was very, very attractive. Very, I wouldn't say drop Really? Dead. Yeah, I wouldn't say gorgeous. I'm kind of surprised I wouldn't have spotted this. She just was cute as a button. You were smitten. Yeah, you are the smitten you kitten. Smitten. Yeah, kind of like that couple. Uh, I won't give their name out. Um, and I think it was at Webster Groves. It might have been the night of Dillian Harper. That was at Dorset. Um, but I think it was at Webster Groves when we were there last time. Uh, they came up and asked for a picture and asked if I could sign a picture. They were probably in their mid-20s. They were going to get married, going to Jamaica for honeymoon. And th- she could not have been cuter. She was just adorable. So it was kind of like that. Did you hit on her, too? No, she was getting married. Okay. They were just very nice couple. We'll I'm not going to give the name out because they're on the Facebook and people go look for her. But. Oh. Well, how about this breaking news? Swinghaven board member, Doug. Iggy, Mrs. Swinghaven board member made $80 at Rhonda's while on a bachelorette party. The dancers got upset and made her get down. That's from the Swinghaven board member. How about that, Doug? Mm. Rhonda's? That sounds like a lingerie shop, isn't it? Sounds like a cafe. Is it on Page there? Yeah. yeah steak and Shake? Yeah, up there in... Uh, it's in Overland. I don't know. Porn Row. They got Porn Rachel's row. and Porn Rhonda's. And That's place. what they call it? They do, just to increase property value. The place is still selling... Three Wendy's on that. DVDs trip. and magazines. Huh. Porn Row. Rhonda's on Porn Row. I'm still I didn't even know it existed. I'm still waiting for the guy to tell me what he meant by the last time I texted somebody it didn't work out. 
He said, quote, when I was 15. Then you said, oh, how old were you? Word for word, what you asked. I'm being serious. I'm getting worried about you. That's mm. from big old fan who hasn't called in just yet. No. I thought that was Stephen Wildwood that texted that in. What, are you correcting him now? He said he was 15 when he got digitalized. Oh. And I said, how old was she? Digitalized. Because that could be trouble. Sounds like he got put into a computer. Yeah, it's program. like he just got upgraded. Is it that, hard to, fig <laughs> is it that hard to figure out? <laughs> so Steve got fingered by some girl at Grown's cafeteria? He said oh. digitalized or digitized <laughs> out in the parking lot. Didn't he say that? When I, I have the text right here. When I was 15, I digitized. All right. Well, how old was she? That was my question. I mean, it, it, do I need to do the math? I mean, if she was over 18, you're 15, that could be trouble. So you're saying he has an accusation to make? Yeah, he's not in trouble. I mean, just like when a 25-year-old teacher has sex with a 16-year-old student, he's not in trouble. He's happy as can be, but she's going to jail. Hmm. What are we talking, talking about? about? I'm not sure. Unless I'm, unless, I'm, out. unless I'm confused on what do you mean by digitalized. I feel like I just woke up from a coma. I know J.R. was on at one point, and now well, I woke Greg up. Greg Warren was here. in here. Yeah. I mean, he's <sighs> using fingers, correct? Am I wrong with that? I think that's a safe assumption. All right, well. Do the math when it comes to ages. Big old fan needs to be put in a home. You're a loser. It's from oh, Steven time. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Big old fan has not laughed in yeah, years. Yeah, this guy's a <laughs> douche. Oh. Every day. And half the time, you don't make sense. Mm. Well, Doug Biggs isn't neither a CD Longo, and they are with the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm. They take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim, and they deal uh, with the insurance companies for you. And they'll take the fight head on, allowing you to get back to what's important, which is recovering from your injuries. They're online at longobigs.com. In injury cases, there's going to be a lot of money on the line. You shouldn't trust your case with just anyone. So that's where Longo Biggs comes in as TMA listeners. Uh, Doug was at the event on Saturday night. They have been to the Dotem. They are online at longobigs.com. Dot com. It's Longo Biggs Injury Law, accepting personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. It's longobigs.com, L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. In a matter of moments, we're going to have this design air, heating and cooling, email of the day. You misspoke. I call you out, and I'm the douche. Think before you talk. It's really bad. That's big old fan. Oh. Well, I told you what I said, and your text said just the opposite of what I said. So, you're the one who made a fool of yourself. This dude acts like we charge monthly subscriptions to listen to this. If you hate it, this is HD too, bro. Like, <laughs> this is what you get. This is what you're gonna get. Yeah, not quality stuff. Fact-checking is... Not what we do. Not what I do. We have memory I'm issues and checkered past. I'm proud I haven't watched a Blues game all year. Why would you be proud of that? Because <laughs> I'm making a stand. I don't support bankrupt companies. The Blues aren't bankrupt. <laughs> Bailey's is, and that's the only way to provide it. But the Blues aren't Bailey's. They show it on Bailey's. But that doesn't mean that's who they are. Yeah, but it's me supporting a company that I don't like. No thanks. There you go, Doug. Oh, we're bankrupt, but also it. we're going to collect money from you. But that's not yeah. the Blues. Well, the Blues just made a bad business deal, and that's what you get. 
Huh. Well, I don't think it was them. bad at the time. They didn't know the place was going to go bankrupt, but they didn't know their app was going to suck. And they're only, like, they've only been here for three years, right? I know. It didn't take it's long for them worse. to go bad. But... It's been horrible since day one. It was never a good partnership. But they got bought out. Fox Sports Midwest sold yeah. the company. Yeah. So what, what hope did the, or what alternative did the Blues or the Cardinals have to do at that point? There isn't an alternative. It's just that's what it is. I can't use Bailey's on my my TV. I can't. I tried. Well, especially the for app. the money they were offering him, too. It's hard to turn down that chunk of change. Well, yeah, you can offer a ton of money when you don't have it. I can offer somebody <laughs> $60 million. It's paying. Well, what will it take to bring you back to the Blues Nation? Fox Sports Midwest. We took advantage of it. We took it for granted, and it... How easy it was to navigate the website, Twitter account, how easy it was to be on YouTube TV, cable. Pat Paris. Easy. Mm -hmm. Pat Paris, man. Well, yeah. He went to Tucson. Glory days. Stouffer. Yeah. Bram Stoker. Yeah, Robert King can come back. It's always, and now, from now until the end of time, it'll always be pay-per-view. Like, it's never going to be on basic cable anymore. We, we lost that. Well, it's even that, be, you're paying. You're paying a cable bill. Well, true, but specifically you get 100 more channels than just paying for a specific blues app or yeah. whatever it's going to be. It's never going to be what it was with Fox Sports. I think that's disappointing. Yeah, Darren, we get it. You're so cool. Man, you're a badass radio guy. Hey, guys, you like that? Guess what? That's lame, because I'm cool guy Darren. Doug, that's oh. Mr. Siders. Come on, Siders. Just... Leave us alone. I'm also collecting a paycheck doing this right now, and you sads are up at 7 a.m. <laughs> listening to it for free. Stop giving us the business. I really don't know what else to say. I'm the loser. You're texting into an HD2 show. There's no better definition of a loser than that. Oh. Let me tell you something. Kick rocks. And whoever said that, let me tell you something. Plowsy is probably... The one, well, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to right order this. <laughs> Digitized. Like Digitized. No, out of all the people that I know in radio, Plowsy is the less Least. guy who's going to say, I'm cool, I'm in radio, trust me. Yeah, I, I, I'm embarrassed when I, like, I have to explain in depth what I do and oh. what the show's about. People get dumber. People are looking at their phones and their watch. I'm like, all right. When you're yeah, telling them what you do, yeah, it's like, they find man, other I things to just do. stopped it. Oh, radio, yeah. cool. Yeah. And it's really not that cool anyway, so. <laughs> your comeback is to call the listeners losers because they listen to your show. Well, that's just smart business. Doug, that's big old fan. Okay. Big old fan, you've never once supported a sponsor. You're not paying my salary. People like you aren't the ones that we care about because you're not going out and buying anything from any of our sponsors. You hate listening because you hate your family, you hate your life, and you hate your whole situation. Mm. That's a small section, a very small section of the listenership, but they're very vocal, and you are definitely the leader of the pack. Ugh. Look at your text and say you are a sane, rational person in any stretch of the imagination. You are a psycho. Oh, yeah. Big old fan call in? Huh. We've invited Doug for months. Yeah, he won't call in. He's too big. Man. Yeah, why don't you call in? He's too We've big. We've asked you for months to call in and just talk to us on the air, especially me and Plaza, who you trash every day. Why don't you just call in and talk to us? Let's work this out. Let's workshop it Oh, together. I don't want to talk to this dude. Oh, my God, no. I just wish he would move on and go to a different show. Like, I'm serious. I don't want to dox him. I'm not going to give him my number. But I do want to, like, screenshot and post it just what he said. Like, this is what a ramblings of a psychopath does. Mm-hmm. 
Damn, listen to Plow Lightning. I love that take. That's from the Veiled Prophet. Hawk for president. That's from the oh, Afton Altar Boys. I'm 34, not 24. I'm not going to have these sads walk all over me again. I'm sorry. You want to ha- say something, go for it. I'll have a, a, a rebuttal for that. Like, big old fan is like a worst person I've Stephen Time ever. believes big old fan works at Bailey's. That's what Stephen Time says. Oh, Paul. maybe. It would be a perfect fit does. for him. No, he doesn't have a job. Half-ass app for a low-life pile of crap, man. It's like a oh, in heaven. Gosh. Mm. Uh, how about this? Support from the Lipstick Lass. Love Plowsy. The sads are sad again today. That's from the Lipstick Lass. I wonder if she's a size queen, and that's why she's a Plowhawk fan. Like, it's weird to call somebody a loser on a show that, like, you're listening to and that that loser ain't getting paid to do. I... Mm. I'm sorry, just the definitions are all out of whack. Who's the loser? Oh, are you insinuating it's him? And you wonder, you all wonder why I want the plowboy on my payroll. That's from the Warsaw Woods Wacko. Another job offer, Plowhawk, from mm-hmm. the Warsaw Woods Wacko. What do you think? He's got a good company, too. Like I said, like 99% of listeners are awesome. The, the, the sad that we talk about are like the vocal, vocal minor, like, you know, minority. They're very mm. small. But that, they're small but mighty, Doug. I didn't call you a listener, not once. You called the listeners losers. It's big old fan with his mm. response. Big old fan. Okay, I just all, played footsie with you. I apologize. All of or that, maybe I, it was intentional. I don't that know. That was his, I, I don't know. Why would a plowsy, why would you have called plowsy a listener? He's. <laughs> I didn't call you a listener. Well, why did you call him? He's not a listener. He works here. He's scrambling right now. His he's phone's just, on 5% battery. He's all over the place oh. here. He forgets what he says a text before. Hmm. Plowsy just won my good hole. That's from the total package. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> what's the good hole? Clip that off. Why don't Benny you go? Buckets, we're not in 1980. What's the problem? Views what did Benny Buckets do? Who's Benny Bucket? <laughs> <laughs> I like the name, actually. <laughs> Benny, Is that weirder than Benny? calling a listener a loser? Don't, they, don't their views pay your salary? This is also the problem with listeners. Okay, that is go. not the case. Let him have it. Let me tell you something. If big old fans stopped texting in, we'd still be doing a show. Trust me. We wouldn't be, you know, Mark Cannon will call. I haven't heard from big old fan in a while. I'm dropping my sponsorship. You would do nothing to this show if you just left. Mm. Uh, big old fan says, I didn't. I said loser. Tim misread it. Did I say I didn't call you a listener? I apologize if I said that. I didn't call you a loser, not once. You called the listeners losers. That was big old fans text. You think his phone's on five percent battery? (laughs) Called you a loser. I think he called you a loser. Am I Benny Buckets? That comes from Benny Buckets. Doug, what the hell's going on in the text? I don't have any idea. Benny Buckets isn't Benny Buckets. No, he's Benny. He asked me to change his name. And now he says he was. That's the thing. It's like sometimes like just change it to whatever you want. So I'm gonna Benny Buckets, baby. Shout out Ben Sternberg, Benny Buckets. Uh, guys, Benny, big old fans obviously going through something. Uh, let's kill him with kindness. We never know what people are going through. Unless he says Doug isn't hot, then he's definitely a complete psycho. That's from Cucky the Dwarf. Mm, yeah. I agree with Cucky. You never yeah, know what too. a person's going through. He's been going through it for a year. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so he's not getting any better, and, and he's, he hasn't done anything to himself. So yeah, he there's just, a he enjoys this. and time limit on that one. Uh, Plowsy, when you get all hot and bothered like this, it makes my dirt knot percolate with sex? Don't say dirt knot. That's oh, Mr. from Nipples. Mr. Nipples, yeah. Old school listener. I love him. Quite Can that happen for guys if they get turned on? Their dirt knot percolates <laughs> with sex? I've never heard of a dirt knot. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Somebody's going to Hootie and the Blowfish. Jay's favorite band. 
Yeah, Jennings loved that Darius because he's a South Carolina Gamecock, right? South Carolina, and uh, Jay, Jeff, and I got uh, fortunate enough to play golf with uh, Darius when he was in town. The fishermen had been on the ship for weeks without seeing any signs of life. They drugged their fishing nets along the bottom of the Atlantic to no avail. Sir, there's nothing out here, said a shirtless sailor. Wait, what's that? Just as he said it, there was a commotion right under the waves near the ship. The water percolated. Duck, that's the second time I've said percolated, percolated. in a minute. I know, it usually doesn't come up. The water percolated with activity like the toilets at a trivia night. Yahoo, get the nets ready. It's the great mid-Atlantic tuna run, yelled the captain. As they filled their nets with tuna, they cheered, but quickly their excitement turned to fear. What in Yahweh's name is that? Just then they saw the body of an extremely slimy man slip out of the nets onto the boat deck. It's a merman, yelled the hot sailor. Then it started to make a sound. I'm in. I'm a man. I'm, I'm News Channel 4's Douglas Irwin Vaughn. He stood up as the fish brine and slime coasted between, betwixt his massive packs down his six-pack and eventually made its way to his fat innkeeper worm? Innkeeper worm? Oh, my God, it's Tuna Fish Vaughn. Those are his tufts. He does exist, said a sailor in disbelief. Take me to St. Louis, Captain, said Tuna Fish Vaughn. I've got some tuna to munch. The legend is real. To be continued. That's from Yellowfin Cucky. That's odd, odd email. Yellowfin Cucky. Today is Cucky's birthday. But did you guys talk about it? I don't know because I didn't listen to the show today. But if I had, I'm sure Tim was amazing. I was busy watching Happy Days reruns. I was the one, it was the one where Fonzie got engaged. What a farce. You got to look me in the eye and tell me after all the hotties with Bobby Socks on the show, Fonzie falls in love with a female equivalent of Ken Strode. The gal was ev- the gal was every day of 70 years old. Every bit. I can only read what's in the prompt. Pinky Tuscadero. Stop it, Pinky Tuscadero. More like Stinky Tuscadero. Her sister, Leather Tuscadero. I'd believe that. Speaking of Susie Quattro, this email is really about the fourth time I had sex with another bloke. You like that, Doug? No, I don't. I like that. Another bloke. Fenton noggles on old gravoy. Dude was in the drive-thru. He cranked down the passenger window in his passenger window. Right better than this. (laughs) Hop on in, Buster Brown. It's go time. Honesty didn't even get his name, but the salty surprise he gave me at Minnehaha Park from from his unzipped Yeah, have to write better if you want them read. Was nothing short of a delicious, tasty treat. That's from E, and then a middle name of Norm, and then the last name is Cock. E Normcock. Paraphrasing, <laughs> but I don't have any human interaction outside of my three-hour workday with daily 20-minute sabbaticals while my show is on air at Hubbard. Besides trying to catch Learn or turning the break room into a goodwill, maybe the saddest thing I've ever heard. I know he used to have a jailhouse lady he'd write to via carrier pigeon. So can we get him back on an Adopt-a-Potosi 3 inmate program? Mm. Or maybe have him gigolo in a Puff Daddy jacket doing a Conor McGregor walk outside of Filoni's to find a Marlboro Red centerfold model with the smoker's neck hole and voice box thing. Or someone pay Runner Girl to be his full-time dorm caretaker. Can someone revive the Dillion Harpoon AI program to call Ken since he'll think it's a real human person noshing on a family-sized Marine calendar pot pie or actually just let him totally dismantle Greg Warren's life in a matter of two weeks 
Anyway, you guys talked about road rage, and I have a practical solution to the matter that I witnessed and is 100% true. In college, I had one genius friend who anytime someone cut him off, he'd roll down the window and shake his fist holding a big double-sided dildo at the offending driver. <laughs> Immediately disarms the whole situation. And I'm sure the sink vomit chick can let the fats and sads in the audience were to acquire some. Los Ween. Carlos Spicy Wiener. You've heard of the Sunday scaries when you start to get anxious because the weekend's almost over? Well, I've got a case of the Wednesday worries because, like most married men in St. Louis, I can't stop thinking about how Tim is going to be gone on Thursday and Friday. Counting the weekend, we will have to endure four grueling days without him. As a way to cope with the McKernan withdrawals, I've started a new Sound Story fan page. In doing so, I hope Tim notices me and how much I admire him. I just want him to be proud of me. It's not creepy either because hundreds of other sads have joined the page too. Besides, I can't technically be labeled as a stalker until he gets a restraining order. I vow to, po I vow to post hourly updates that no one asked for on the TMA fan page to prove my undying loyalty. I'm also anxious because if the handsome fellow with the perfect calves isn't running point tomorrow, that means the elderly golf rivals enthusiast is going to get a lot more airtime. So we'll be forced to hear more about SGO Kai's merch or a gigantic fan that controls the weather. Iggy admitted that he didn't have a good show on Tuesday, and Greg Warren took up a lot of his airtime today, so that means the preppy Nautica connoisseur will be looking for some redemption on Thursday. Couple that with the fact that KG will be in attendance tomorrow, we could be looking at a Strode-centric program for the ages. Strap in, boys, because I'm predicting some severe turbulence. Hurry back, Tim. We miss you already. Doug, that's from the JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. And finally... Congratulations to former Cardinal Skip Schumacher on winning NL Manager of the Year. So just to recap, the bench coach of the 2022-93 win NL Central champion Cardinals just won NL Manager of the Year in his first year with the Marlins, while the pitching coach from that 2022 team, Mike Maddox, just won the World Series in his first year with the Rangers. Well, Meanwhile, the clown show that lost 91 games in 2023 and who scapegoated catcher slash D.H. Wilson Contreras for the early season pitching woes are all being brought back for 2024. Hmm. Think back to two years ago after the mysterious Schilt firing. The Cardinals interviewed Schumacher for the uh, managerial position, but it was always Marmol's job to lose as the groomed internal candidate. I wrote at the time, another key thing I want from the next manager is experience with other clubs. Hiring another guy who didn't play at MLB for real, who has spent the bulk of their coaching careers with the Cardinals, is more of the same. Skip, at least, has some experience in other clubhouses for winning teams outside of St. Louis. Of course, they hired Marmol. Malls, the manager, and Skip had to settle for the bench coach position. The Cardinals' inherent bias towards guys who weren't good enough to make the show and pivoted to the Cardinals' internal manager grooming program at a young age is one of the organization's fatal flaws. Nobody in the room is going to point this out because everybody left in the room is part of the problem. Skip Schumacher should be the Cardinal manager, and Matt Holliday should be the Cardinal pitching coach. But the Cardinals don't get out of their own way, and they seemingly are incapable of correcting course. Oh, by the way, Iggy, I know you were wondering, but Darius Rucker has not, in fact, left Hootie and the Blowfish and will be part of the upcoming tour. Is that a new report? That's from Buck Swope. And that's what we have Buck in the design Swope, area. It's 10.03. I got to go. Uh, Carlos Spicy winner. Cocky, happy birthday. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I like Buck Swopes, actually, even though it's not serious. I liked it. Uh, Cocky is what? It doesn't matter. Nick, we got to go by.